Welcome to the Beyond Sugar Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Dame, holistic nutrition coach and speaker. Together, we'll be diving into much more than just another conversation around sugar addiction and nutrition. But more importantly, I'll be guiding you through the inner work and spiritual healing that lies at the root of your unhealthy habits with food. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode here on the Beyond Sugar Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Dame. And oh boy, do we have another powerful episode in store for you today. This is actually a topic that is becoming more and more ingrained and and wanting to bubble out of me. And it's about time that I record a podcast episode about it. And I'm going to share actually why right now I'm feeling so fired up about this topic and why I'm recording this episode right now for you. But before I do, I just want to shout out to one of our listeners. And I want everyone who listens to this podcast to just really know how grateful I am that you listen every week. And for all of you who have left a review, I cannot thank you enough. It is so amazing to hear your words and your feedback. And leaving a five-star review actually helps me help more people. So if you haven't done that yet, would really appreciate you to take a minute to review this podcast on Apple or Spotify. And I love this one from Nanjack50. She says, the struggle is real. I have struggled with sugar addiction and depression for years. And now after finding this podcast, I am learning how to heal and be delivered from emotional eating. I highly recommend it to you. Thank you so much for your kind words. I'm I'm so honored to know that the little tidbits that I'm able to share here with all of you on the podcast every week is making a difference. And I really hope that all of you listening are getting something from this and from the wisdom and the power that I'm sharing and the and the topics that I'm talking about here on the show. So if you're loving it, please leave a, a review. It helps me so much. It grow the podcast, reach more people and help more women heal their relationship with food and self. So this is a big episode today. I say that at the start of every episode, I feel like, but this is something that is really calling from within me to share and to speak to today. And something that um, you're going to probably hear me get really fired up about. Um, Recently, um, as those who have been listening to the show for a while now know, I've come out of the closet around the work that I do with psychedelic healing and psychedelic therapy. And without getting into all those details, go back and listen to the episodes uh, from months ago now. I can't even remember what episodes those are. Um, Not long ago, the beginning of 2023 or the end of 2022, where I talked about um, this journey into this healing work and using psychedelic therapy actually brought my therapist on to talk about uh, the powerful healing tool that this is. All that aside, I went into another ceremony just a few weeks ago, actually with my partner, Ben, we went into ceremony together with some really powerful intentions and curiosities about a few different areas of our lives. And it was just incredibly healing and powerful. The the processes and the topics and the traumas and the healing that came up for us in that ceremony. And that is really where this conversation today stems from, was something that so deeply came through me downloaded and empowered through me. This voice came out, this knowing came out that I need to have more of these conversations with all of you. And I need to share 
about what it means to actually be in our power as women and why we are not. So we're going to be diving into that. And ultimately, I know that deeply below healing our relationship with sugar, even below, you know, underneath all of these layers of unhealthy habits and food, you know, we talk I talk here a lot and very obsessed with the inner work and this, this piece around women taking back their power and ladies, we've got a lot of work to do here, but I feel like this is without a shadow of doubt, the most important piece, especially on our health and food journey is learning how to step back into our power. And this is, this is my calling on this planet. I know at the depth, this is what I'm here to do is to support women with this journey and through my own journey with this, right. And share in that. And that's what I want to do today. And actually more specifically, that's exactly what we're going to be doing at my first, first ever upcoming sugar freedom embodiment retreat. My first retreat is taking place at the end of July on a beautiful island outside of Vancouver, BC. And if you haven't already checked out all the details and registered to join us at the first inaugural in-person five-day experience, where we're going to be diving deep into not only reconnecting and healing our relationship with food, but taking back our power. Um, I've got some really potent uh, practices and workshops that we're going to be doing together that's going to allow you to step fully into your true self and take back this power that you've lost. So we're going to be doing that together in person. And I'm so excited. I so miss being in person as fun as this podcast is and hosting my, my programs and all the other fun things I do online, there's nothing that compares to the magic of being in person, especially when we are coming together as women to heal. That's what we're meant to do. We're meant to be together to heal. And there's meant to be hugs and physical touch and high fives, right? And looking into people's eyes in a way that we just can't do on Zoom. So I'm so excited. So excited for this. And there's still a few spots left. I just want to highlight that early bird registration, which is a huge $500 discount for the retreat, does end on May 31st. So come and check that out um, and join us. Join us this beautiful summer at the Ocean House uh, here in almost my hometown, but in my neck of the woods. Okay, so I mentioned that there was a lot here that came through my ceremony, my recent medicine ceremony around power. Okay. And I want to uh, just open up conversation here about this and share with you some of the, the thoughts and we'll call them downloads, some of the realizations and downloads that I received about what's really going on in our world. And this is much bigger than just me just you, just your family. This is, I'm talking about all of womankind and even mankind, right? And, and everyone on the planet here, this energetic dynamic around power has been really, really uh, damaged. And first, I think it's really important to understand that power, the word power has many definitions, but it's ultimately an eight an innate need or desire or a, a literally a part of being human. And all humans have this need to feel empowered, to feel respected, to feel sovereign, to feel as a, as an individual that can make their own decisions. This, this sense of freedom and sovereignty in our bodies and in our lives is a deep, deep need of all human beings. And specifically for women, 
for those born into women's bodies here on the planet, right? Our power as a woman with a womb and the ability to grow children is immense. Our power, and I'm starting to tap into this for myself now, starting to understand my power as a woman a lot more coming out of the shadows of the stifling that has been done in my life and in my country and my society. But this, I want you all to understand, ladies listening to this, that your power is so much bigger and more vast than you can even imagine. Even just taking this, this example and this deep understanding of you can grow and birth a human being. That in itself, just thinking about the importance and the power of that, nothing on this planet could exist without the loving attention and the nine, eight to nine months of nurturing that you give a human being and then pushing it out of your body, right? Like this is incredible. And Ladies out there listening who don't have children, I I don't have never birthed children yet myself, you know, so just knowing that this capacity exists, whether or not you've had children or birthed children or not, right, just understanding that in itself is such power. Without us, there would be no human beings without women. And one of the biggest things that I want to mention here about our power that came through for me in my recent ceremony was understanding, and this is going to make a lot of sense in terms of what we're using food for and the addictive cycles that many of you are in, is actually starting to understand, and I'm seeing this in my own life now, and, and it really came through strong for me in my ceremony, was that our power and our source of power as women is our ability to be soft, nurturing, and emotional, right? And connected to our intuition, to be creative, to be tuned in to our creative life force energy, this beautiful energy that flows through our being to create human beings, our pleasure. All of these are, are innately unique gifts and power sources for women, not to say men can't have these, these, uh, these qualities as well. Of course they can, but as women, that is our power to actually be receptive, to be gentle, to be nurturing, to be so tuned in to energies and emotions, right? To be that, that feeler, right? We're the feelers, and this is where I'm going to talk in a minute. We have that backwards, right? In our society, we feel like being soft and gentle and emotional and resting, right? And looking after ourselves and just being nurturing and, and gentle is weakness. Our society teaches us that that's weakness. So here we are living a life as innate, powerful women who have this capacity to forgive and to nurture. And we're taught that that makes us weak. So we have been taught that what's actually our source of power, especially when it comes to changing and improving this planet, we need women, we need nurturing, we need understanding, we need emotions. We've been taught that all of that is bad and weak. 
So what we've done now, ladies, and I'm willing to bet many of you can relate to this, right, is now you're numbing out with food. Now, oh, it's not okay. Or when I show an emotion, it means I'm weak, right? All these beliefs that we're going to get into in a minute, right, that are causing us now to feel so disconnected from who we are, disempowered, and using whatever source of, you know, quote, unquote, pleasure, you know, or brief dopamine happiness that a sugar, you know, binge might give us. I also want to mention here as we're talking about what is power, especially I'm speaking specifically for women, but I also want to remind all of you listening to this that your pleasure is also your power. Pleasure is activating our creative life force energy. And you might resonate with this being your sexual energy, your orgasmic energy, like this energy that is innately flows through all of us and is literally the energy needed to create a human. We cannot create a human without an orgasm, uh, which is you know mostly important on the ma man's side, which is unfortunate. And this is a part of the power dynamic that has existed that is not okay. But our pleasure as women is also a very, very important part of our power. Our ability to feel pleasure and to experience pleasure in our bodies is a very empowering act that has been taken away from us. So what's gone wrong here? Okay, why are we talking about power? So what I see in the world and with the hundreds of women that I've worked with in my own journey is that we have had our power taken away. Ladies, it's just, it is what it is here, right? And I, I'm just calling it out here with love. We have had our power stolen from us. I'm going to use that word very intentionally here. We have unfortunately created a world, and this is not just country specific, this is globally, for centuries where a patriarchal society has developed, which essentially means the whole world, the society that we live in, the rules, the regulations have all been designed according to a man's needs and body and how they work, their hormonal structure, their needs, their energy, their power. And this power that exists for women and men, right? For all human beings and everyone in between <laughs> is a beautiful thing. We need power to, to, to enlist change, to take action, to do things on the planet. But what's happened, right? Many centuries ago was this dynamic became all about the masculine and the men and this patriarchal way of creating a society that was gonna be more efficient, um, it was gonna produce more results, and it was just going to be, um, you know, back then they thought it was gonna be easier and the right way to do it. And in, in the, the shadow side of that, right, is that power has started to be used for wrong, for control, right? The, the, the men, and the masculine, you know, um, dictators and government le leaders of our world that have created the world have mostly been masculine. And this sense of needing to overpower and control women has been at play for absolutely centuries. And now we're in this era, era where we, we don't know how to be in our power as women because it has been taken away from us for so long. And I'm going to talk about how this has been taken away, but I just want you to understand that this is, this is, this is truth. I'm not here just making up beliefs here. Uh, well, at least for me, this, this is truth. You know, when, when you step back and actually look at the way the world is run and when you look at history and you look at the wars and the control and the, the, 
the dictatorship and you look at um, all of the horrible things that have happened in our planet um, really being headed by these leaders who were unfortunately men. And not to say there weren't women involved in this as well, but it's the majority have been men. And women have been put down, right? Women were put down as the weaker sex. They were put down as not as important, right? Devalued. And if we even like, if you actually look way back to before this, this structure of patriarchal society existed, we can actually find, um, find history and find proof that most of the indigenous cultures around the world actually honored and really looked up to women as these guides of wisdom and worked together in unison as a team, you know, with the women focusing on their intuition and their softness and their nurturing nature and raising children and the men protecting, right? This very primal way of living, but both were, were uh, honored as important, right? The nurturing of the children and the cooking and the housekeeping, right? Were just as important as the hunting, right? And the, and the protecting, these were both very, very much important roles and that has shifted, right? And we can even just look for easy examples of how this toxic patriarchal structure has, has devalued us as women. And we've been told what to do, what we can do, what we can't do, right? You can't vote, you can't work, you have to do this, you stay at home, this is not your place. We have been put down and essentially every, every generation that that's happened to has taken our power away one bit at a time. Right? This has been centuries and centuries of pushing women aside. And what came through for me in my ceremony actually and, and in dialogue with Ben when we were in this medicine ceremony was this understanding that this really started, you know, whenever it started many, many, many moons ago because men were actually afraid of our power. Like as women, we carry so much, so much potential and so much power that it actually became threatening to the men. And because their muscles are bigger and maybe they're physically stronger, they were able to really step into this role of masculine fear to cause and force women into starting to, to give away their power right? We were told we were powerless. We were told we don't matter. We we're told we're weak. We're told that we're too sensitive. Our pleasure and our needs don't matter. Our body is for a man's use. We can't vote. Like the messaging that we have lived through. And ladies, you might be wondering, well, this, is, this doesn't exist in my life right now. Well, you bet it does. And, and it exists in your body. So this is the important piece that I want all of you to remember that this exists in your body because of the, the lineage of women that have gone through this in your life are in you genetically, right? This is ancestral trauma from a feminine perspective that we as a woman carry. Whether or not you believe in that or you're aware of that, it's there. And understanding what the women before you have been through and the way that they have learned to disempower themselves, right? Or not feel valued, is everywhere, right? And we can see the proof of this even today, right? How many times do you hear men or even other women make jokes about our bleed week, our periods? Oh, you know, I can't believe that someone can bleed for seven days and not die. I wouldn't trust them. Ha ha ha. I have heard a lot of jokes 
and been very shamed, ashamed of the fact that I bleed every month as a woman. So the shaming of our periods, of our natural cycle, right? Not honoring our bodies. I mean, look at how often we have felt, maybe you weren't aware of it, that you had to say yes and give your body away when you didn't want to, right? Or your body was, well, I need to make him happy. So I guess I'm going to do this thing that I don't really want to do, right? How much do we give away to please men? And this still exists. This still exists in, in the, the, the fact that we even sit back and go along with the nine to five job model, right? This not working nine to five every single week, who cares what time, what is going on in your cycle and with your energy, we don't honor that. You show up, you produce, you're efficient. If you don't get things done, you're going to get reprimanded. You get fired. Don't be emotional at work, right? We're just constantly bombarded with this message still to this day still to this day. And even amongst us women, I know that there's a whole beautiful movement out there, uh, you know, the feminist movement and women really standing up for women's rights, which is so important, so important. And at the same time, one of the shadows that I see showing up there is now women are starting to feel like they have to do everything. And they're taking on all of this extra pressure and weight because, well, I'm a woman, I should be able to do everything and I have to do everything myself and I have to be strong, confident woman. I'm going to have the full-time job. I'm going to raise the kids. I'm going to cook the dinner. I'm going to clean the house. I'm going to organize all the events. And women are burning themselves out because they're not actually honoring their feminine nature and their power. Instead, they're getting sucked into this false ideal of what power is supposed to look like that is based off of this, this patriarchy. So be really careful, ladies, even if you're, you're like, yeah, I'm standing up for women's rights and power, which is so great, but be careful where you're getting caught in, in just not honoring yourself again, right? Getting sucked into the same system that you're trying to fight against. <laughs> so you know, this could be a long rant and I'm not going to go there, but I just wanted to plant some of those seeds so that you can start to reflect. And I think this is so important. Ladies, this is big work because when we have given all of our power away, right? And we feel worthless. I mean, it's just looking at the state of the world, looking at the health, our mental health, how many women I know don't love themselves, don't feel worthy, don't feel like they're enough, feel completely powerless, like they have to please everyone, like constantly looking outside of themselves for answers and validation instead of trusting themselves. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart to see this because it doesn't have to be that way. And ladies, I feel really blessed and very grateful because this is the first time in history over these last few decades that we as women are actually able to stand in our power and not be persecuted or burned at the stake or, you know, kicked out of society. But we can actually use our voices again. And it's not easy. There's a lot of spaces where it's still not okay, but we can find the spaces where it is okay. So that's all I want to say about that. And I want to, I want to just share a few ways here now that, you know, if you're starting to listen to this going, oh, that's frustrating. And that, that, that pisses me off that that happened and that that's still happening. And maybe you can hear it in my voice. You know, I'm getting a little bit fired up as well. I just want to acknowledge like any of you listening to this that are just feeling some emotions now, that is extremely important here. 
I know for me, this conversation, and especially since my ceremony, there was a, there's a lot of anger that I'm processing. There is a lot of hurt and anger and frustration. Like why has our power been taken away, right? When something's been taken away from us, that is innately ours, it should make you angry. So I want to acknowledge that as well, because one of the things that's been taken away from us is this belief that we're not allowed to be angry, right? Or that we're, that anger is, is not something that women are allowed to feel, let alone any other emotion, right? Suck it up. And this is, makes me angry that we've been, our anger has been taken away from us. So we're going to actually do some anger exercises at the retreat in July, the, the sugar freedom embodiment retreat. So this is really important because we have to re when we're reclaiming our power, we also have to be willing to reclaim that fiery part of us. That's got some anger to express. So how do you know when you're giving your power away? How do you know? And hopefully by now you probably already know, but I want to share a few things here that I see in my clients and I've seen in my own life as really good examples of how we, we, we morph ourselves into this patriarchal society. We give our power away every single day. So things like every time you say yes, without fully tuning in to your truth first. So whenever you're, you have an immediate yes to something, right. And you're not actually checking in with your body first, like, mm, do I want to do this? You're like, of course I'll do it. Right. When you give away your yeses really easily, this is a big, 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 big way you're giving your power away. And on the other side of that, if you really struggle with saying no, right? if somebody asks you for a favor or needs something from you, maybe your husband needs something from you or your partner, or your kids, right? And you say, no, that doesn't work for me right now. And then you feel guilty, right? This difficulty saying no combined with feeling guilty whenever you do say no, this is a huge sign that you're, you're giving your power away and you feel bad whenever you take time for yourself. This is a big one, right? Our culture is like, oh, you're so selfish for taking time for yourself, right? So if you are feeling that, you know, and whenever you say, you know what? I can't look after the kids tonight. I need you to take them. I'm going to go have some me time, or I'm going to go have a bath for myself, or you're on your own for dinner tonight because I'm exhausted. You know, whenever you are taking that time for you and you feel bad about it, it's because you're not standing in your power. You push yourself, and this is a big one, ladies. You push yourself even when you're tired. This is huge, right? And this combines with not honoring your monthly cycle. This is something I personally am I'm still working at because I'm still breaking the conditioning, the social conditioning that is built into me around how I need to be productive and I need to work Monday to Friday, nine to five, and I, like, I've got to produce all these things. No matter what's going on in my life, I just need to suck it up, push through, right? And honoring my power as a feminine, as a female is, is actually honoring my cycle. So every month, every week of the month, by the way, ladies, if you still have a cycle, um, and if you don't, you're honoring that with the moon, because we are very, very connected with the moon is actually honoring our energy and our needs during our cycle. So one of the things that I'm really working on is slowing down and taking time off and resting during my bleed week. So the first week of my cycle. And this is not always easy because there's events happening or commitments that I've made or clients that need support. But this is a work in progress for me in learning how can I actually maybe one day even take that whole week off and do nothing and rest and be delivered food, right? And fed grapes. That's, that's, that's ideally what we need to be doing during that time. So 
really learning to honor that, right? And ultimately, every time your body is feeling exhausted or you're energetically drained and you push yourself through it anyway, like, no, I got to go to work or I got to get this thing done. Every time you do that, you're taking away your feminine power and you're not honoring your body, right? You're trying to do it all. This is a big one. This is a big one that has come off of a lot of these movements that are have the right intentions, but now women feel like, well, in order to be a powerful, strong woman, I have to do everything myself. And that is so not true. You don't have to do everything yourself. There's a big difference between can and have to. You know, as empowered women, absolutely we can do anything we want to do. We can do everything ourselves if we want to, but we shouldn't and we do not have to. And actually, I would like to redefine a strong, empowered woman as someone who takes the time to be gentle and soft and honor her emotions and take time off and really honors her her cycle every month instead of pushing through when her body says no. So a couple other signs where you're giving your power away is you know that you're stuffing down your emotions, right? Whenever, whenever you don't honor an emotion, you're feeding into that narrative that it's not okay for you to feel and for you to honor this. Again, this, your source of power is the fact that you can feel so much. We do as women, we have a deeper connection to our intuition and to our emotions than men. And and they have it as well, but we have it innately different and a lot deeper. And we were often thought of and honored as the wisdom guides and keepers in in many cultures. So whenever you're stuffing emotions down or ignoring your intuition, you're giving your power away. You're giving your power away and, and teaching your body that you're powerless and you can't trust it. Um, a couple other things is if you struggle to set boundaries, this is really big, or you consider yourself a people pleaser, you don't trust your body, you don't even know how to listen to your body, you're not even in tune with your body. And lastly, I mean, there's so many things here, but this is another big one that I see with my clients is constantly asking everyone else for advice. What do you think I should do? Should I go to this university? Should I take that job? Oh, should I date this guy? Should I get a divorce? What should I do? Constantly outsourcing your solutions to problems that you have. And there's a big difference between needing someone else to tell you what to do which I put a hard stop on years ago in my coaching business. I have lots of people who'd come to me and say, I need you to do me a meal plan or I need you to teach me this. And no, 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 you're going to do this yourself because every time I give, try to give something to someone that is not mine to give, I'm taking their power away. So as a woman, especially, I'm going to always help you find your source of truth and power. I'm not going to tell you mine. That's robbing you of your lesson and your growth. And when you ask others for advice, just noticing within yourself, am I taking this as like, I need this person to tell me what's okay to do. I need their permission. Or is it general information? Like, oh, I'm curious what your thoughts are about this situation that I'm struggling with. Take that in, filter it through your body and what you know to be true for you. And then make your own decision based off that. There's nothing wrong with obviously getting opinions, but are you putting all of your weight on those opinions? And most women do that. They outsource all of their decisions and take, you know, their best friend's advice 
even though it's not really what they want to do. So the question now, ladies, becomes how do we actually start taking our power back? How do we start taking it back? I think number one, and I did this actually, uh, we're into week two or three now in the Emotional Empowerment Program, this amazing eight-week program that I'm hosting. And we went into this topic of power very deeply on our first call together. And it was so powerful. We went into some somatic ex exercises and I, I led them all on a somatic journey around our power. And the first thing that I guided them into was really starting to connect with and understand the pain of when and why we first gave our power away. So I would actually like to send that off to all of you as a place to start with taking your power back, you first need to understand when and where it was taken away. So spending some time with your journal and gently, very gently with yourself, because this is a very sore spot for us. And you will have memories in your younger years of life where you remember giving your power away, maybe for the first time. And maybe it was the first time you had sex. Maybe it was, you know, the first time that you know you let someone else tell you what to do right we do this in school just look at the school system right we have to ask permission to pee this makes me so angry i and i and i get i get the like I, well i try to understand why that is but i know that this is also about control and shaping us to be these perfect little humans who follow all the rules and to have such a basic bodily function as needing to go to the bathroom and having to ask permission and many people having to be told, no, you have to wait. It's wrong. So just thinking back for yourself, spending some time with this, this is really important because we can't fully take our power back. I don't believe that we can do this until we heal the wound and feel the true pain and the anger that you can hear me tapping into a little bit in this episode of when that was first taken away from us and why, right? And by who? And it was probably, you probably have a lot, a lot of examples of that. And maybe making a list around that is really, really important. And then even taking it one step further into understanding your mom and your grandma and your, your grandma's mom, right? Your great grandma on your mother's side of the family, this, this feminine matriarchal line of the family is really important to understand the life they lived, where they probably gave their power away. And you might even be able to have those conversations with them, you know, and how they shaped their lives to fit into what men told them they could or could not do. And it's really, really eye-opening and telling. And there's a lot of pain there. There's a lot of grief. There's a lot of sadness. There's a lot of anger. There's just a lot there. So please be gentle with yourself as you navigate into those truths and into even in your own story, in your own lifetime, uh, where this has showed up for you. So then I also want to encourage you, you know, obviously doing that really important work, then to also acknowledge the fears here, the fears that have been so deeply ingrained in our psyche, in our, in our energy body, in our just every part of our society. And I, I can speak to this personally. This is a big realization I've had over the last year that there's actually a subconscious part of me that's afraid of my power. I'm afraid that my power is actually, if I really fully step into my power and use my voice and my truth, I'm going to hurt people. And that is, I understand that narrative, that's not mine. And I understand that that is a narrative that has been passed down through the, my, 
you know, my matriarchal lineage, right, of, of uh, just all of us women being told that our power is not okay, right, and that we need to stifle it. So I'm rightfully a little bit afraid of it. I don't know. I've never been taught, and you've never been taught, what is it actually like to be fully empowered? And how can we, how can we harness this power and use it for good? Because the only examples of power that I've seen growing up are, are people in, in power, mostly men, using it for bad, using it in toxic, controlling ways. And I don't want to be like that. So there's this fear coming up for me around like, what does it mean? How am I going to use this power? I haven't had anybody exemplify this for me. And you probably haven't either. So we're, ladies, we're, we're navigating a new world of like, what, what, what does this mean? What am I capable of? How can I make sure that I'm using it for, for good and for healing and for love and not getting sucked into the toxic ways of using it that have been done for centuries? So just acknowledging any fear that might be there. For me, that's been a really important part of this process. And then as you step more and more into this, the most important thing women we can do is surround yourself with other women who are in their power. I know for me, it's been really important to find mentors, <clears throat> whether they're friendships or, or coaches and people that I am actually working with that are an example of, for me, of a woman in her power, speaking her truth, standing up for herself, setting boundaries, charging for her services, going after her dreams, not caring what people think about her, leading with love, but also being nurturing and gentle and honoring her cycle every month. Um, you know, these are models that I look up to. And this is really important to surround yourself with because our society and probably the women that you're already, you're hanging out with now are putting each other down, right? So how often do we see this as well when one woman in your group starts to do well? Maybe they, they start a new business or they're, they're doing something for the first time and they're really excited about it. And everyone else in the group starts making fun of them. Or, well, why do you need to do that? Or, oh man, that's going to be hard, right? Like the little comments that when we see a woman around us going after her dreams, it triggers the fact that we're not going after our dreams, right? So there's a whole mixed up judgment and shaming and um, guilting, jealousy dynamic even between women. So this is really important in our healing process here is to surround yourself with other women who want to see you in your power and who lift you up and want and support you in going after your dreams and for setting boundaries or for leaving your husband because he was abusive, right? Instead of trying to talk you out of it. So finding these women is really, really important. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm hosting an in-person retreat this summer so that we can be together in this sense of like, what, it, what does it actually feel like to be held in a container with women who can handle your power and actually want to see you in your power? It's such a gift, it's such a gift. Some other things that you can start doing to start taking this power back are things like learning to say no. And this is a practice, learning to say no without guilt. Learning to set boundaries. No, I cannot cook dinner tonight. You're on your own and holding that, right? Learning to tune in and trust your body again. Like learning to actually listen and hear what your body is sharing, the wisdom, the, the sensations, the emotions, and trusting it. Honoring and trusting your needs is also a really important part of this process. And I know that there are some of you listening to this episode right now who don't even know what your needs are. You don't know what your needs are. Maybe you don't even know what your desires are, your dreams, your goals. 
outside of what society has told you you should do. So when I talk about needs, there's a lot of work to do here. And actually we're, we're working on this in the emotional empowerment program right now is honoring how we can start to connect with what we actually need. And this is a practice that I encourage you to, to tune into every day. What do I need today? What do I need in this moment? Right? Do I actually need food or do I need a hot bath? Right? Do I need to take the day off because I'm exhausted? Do I need a day uh, in bed watching Netflix? Like, what is it that you need? And, and not based off of what other people need. This is really easy for women to get sucked into. Well, I need what my kids need or what my husband needs or my partner needs. No, what do you actually need? And what do you actually desire? So our needs and desires like allowing yourself to actually have desires. And this is a big, big piece of my healing journey with my powers, even desiring and dreaming to host an in-person retreat. This is big for me. And I'm so excited, but I'm also terrified at the same time because I know that this is going to be a big growth step for me. And I'm following my dream, even though there's people I have around me who don't quite get it or are a bit confused and are asking skeptical questions. I know that I need to do this and I'm following that. I, I set that dream for myself and now I'm actually taking action on it. And every time I do that, I step more into my power and owning my truth. Surrounding yourself with people who respect your power. Uh, we talked about that a little bit already. That's really going to be important. You know, if you notice there are people in your life who are currently sucking your energy, sucking your power away, be really careful there. Those are the places that you are going to need to set some strong boundaries um, and then, of course, I, I highly encourage any sort of somatic therapy. Um, and of course, if anybody's interested in getting into more psychedelic therapy and psychedelic work, like you know, I was just doing in this in the ceremony uh, myself a couple weeks ago, that is just next level healing when we can tap into the subconscious patterning that's really going on there and the trauma that exists and be able to go in and rewire those neural pathways in a meaningful way. Um, for me, it's been such an important part of my journey to take my power back. So there's a couple ways that you can start taking your power back, ladies. And I want you to start doing one of those things this week. And before we wrap up this episode, you know, there's a lot here, right? This is a lot. And I thank you for still listening and still being here because this is important. And I hope that you go back and listen to this episode again and again and again and allow yourself to really do some of this work because we've all had our power taken away. You're not the only one here. And there's a lot of complicated emotions that, that come up when we start to unravel this. But I want to just mention here, uh, one of the other things that came really strongly through for me in my last ceremony was this, um, this dialogue that I actually had with Ben who represented, was actually representing in that moment, just the, the patriarchy and, and men. We had this really beautiful healing dialogue between like what the women needed, which I was representing and what the men were really sorry and ashamed for and uh, what they needed. And I really got this huge sense and this un deep understanding. This is not the, not the first time that this has come through to me, this awareness, like really deep knowing that our role as women on this planet, if we want to actually help heal and, and step into how we can support the planet at a, at a, in the universe at this giant scale is actually understanding that our, our, our gift and our role here to play one of many is to actually show men by example, how to be soft and how to redefine that toxic masculine control power energy that they have been living in. 
So it's almost like I got this, this big sense of like, as women, we can show men what a new way of being a man can look like and what a new way of being powerful can be. Right. And that can mean falling apart. And that's been a really big part of my journey with, with my partner in teaching him, like being that soft nurturing space to teach him that he's also allowed to cry. He's also allowed to have a breakdown and to feel hopeless and to grieve and to be in all of this as well as being angry. Right. And how can he do that? And how can I do that in a healthy way where we're not yelling at each other? There's so much work to be done there in conscious relationship where we can learn to honor each other's power and even powerful emotions like anger in a way that that doesn't put it on someone else. And that's not something I had modeled for me at all. This is something we're learning together and it's really, really beautiful. So I encourage all of you women listening to this, you know, if you have men in your life that may be open to these conversations, start having this conversation. Like, what does it mean to be a powerful man? And what does it mean to be a powerful woman? And maybe just starting there with some dialogue, but acknowledging ladies that our power is our nurturing energy and our creative energy. Right. And we can bring this to create this almost like this giant hug, the soft pillow for men to land on so that they can learn that it's okay to be soft as well. And that doesn't mean that they're weak or that they're powerless or that we'll respect them any less. Right. We need to remind them of that because that's their wound. Right. Is that as soon as they become soft, we're going to take over and they're going to be, you know, shamed and they're going to be put down. But the men in our world are carrying too much of this pressure as well. And we need to work together to honor each other's power and learn how to shift that power dynamic in a healthy way. I don't have the answers for that. I'm doing the work myself and hoping to spread it through the work that I'm doing with my clients, with this podcast, um, and those that I come in contact with in my life. And that's, that's my contribution here. And I just hope that that lands for some of you listening and, and maybe you can go into supporting the men in your life in a deep, deeper way, right. And letting them know, giving them space and permission to fall apart a little and to let them know that you love it when they do that, right. Like this, these encouraging words of this is okay. Like it's really, I don't know about me. There's something about a man who knows how to honor his emotions and set healthy boundaries and like look after himself and self-care. And like, it's that to me is a real man. And that to me is like powerful and sexy and amazing. So can we redefine that together? And we obviously have to work together on that. So it's not, it's not just us. Please don't be, go out there and be mad at all the men. That's not what's going on here. This is for both of us. There's a lot of healing here. And I hope though that just listening to this has inspired you in one tiny little way to start taking your power back. And I want to know, send me a message, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, what is the one thing that you're going to do this week to take your power back? One thing, it can be one small thing. Are you going to say no to something? Are you going to set a boundary? Are you going to tune in and learn to trust your body? Maybe set a, set a goal or allow yourself to, to brainstorm about your desires and dreams in life. What is it this week that you're going to do? to really connect with that. I would love to hear from you. Love, love, love to hear from you. And of course, uh, final reminder, we can't talk about power, right? Without talking about the upcoming sugar 
Freedom Embodiment Retreat. We're going to be doing this work together in person. Um, and that's happening at the end of July on the coast of beautiful British Columbia here near where I live. I'm so excited to finally uh, meet, meet you in person. It, it's been way too long that um, we've been on Zoom. I'm tired of Zoom. I don't know about you. <laughs> um, and all these ways that we connect virtually, which is such a gift as well, but it is time to come back in person again and to do some of this deep healing that can really only be done in connection in person. And we're going to be doing a lot, a lot of deep healing, but oh, so much fun and a lot of really, really good food as well, of course. <laughs> so come and check out all the details. The link is below in the show notes and come and let me know what you are doing this week to step into your power. I cannot wait to hear and I cannot wait to continue this work and spreading this message. We're going to be talking about this a lot. And I might even invite Ben on, um, to do an episode. We'll see if I can see if I can wrangle him into an episode because there's a dialogue that we had in our ceremony that was just felt really important to share. Um, and if he's up to that, we'll see, we'll see what I can do. Wish me luck. <laughs> All right, everyone have an amazing week and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you're loving what we talked about today, please remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with someone you love. And if you're ready to dive deeper into discovering your root causes and patterns that are keeping you hooked on sugar, be sure to check out our brand new free workshop series that will help you kick emotional eating for good. Find the link to download this free series and other amazing resources in the show notes below.